Welcome back to the Aerospace Executive Podcast. I am uh, really happy once again to have my good friend, Matt Johnson. Matt is uh, not only a friend, I'm a client of his. He's my podcast producer. He puts it all together. So, and he does a great job. And he's an entrepreneur and a business owner too. So we have uh, some lots of good conversations on just business in general. And it's always fun to have you on, Matt. I enjoy being here. We always have fun, deep conversations. I like the leadership stuff. We also talk a little football behind the scenes, which is always fun. Draw some maybe football analogies. You never know when those will pop out. Uh, those are those are a blast. But uh, you got headhunted recently, and that's Twice. what we're going to talk about today. Twice. Twice. Okay. When the headhunter gets headhunted. All right. And so I assume you're leaving, closing up shop, right? Mm. Taking that new, brand new, shiny opportunity? No, not so much. <gasps> Why not? But but hey, but hey, look, at the end of the day, you know, you're always, you know, someone says, hey, are you open to a conversation? Yeah. Of course. I'm wide open to a conversation. You never know. If you don't have conversations, you don't know, right? Right. It's like I, I tell transitioning military people, you don't know what you don't know. And if you're hidden down in your bunker, you know, what's what's on the outside world? Maybe something's out there. But I'm always very candid with folks. I go, here's what I am not going to make a move for. And if it looks like this, um, you know, don't even bother calling me back. If it looks like Close up your shop, come over to us, bring your book. We'll pay you 50 cents. You go build double so that you can make what you make now. Right. And and we'll make your life a whole lot easier in the process. No, it didn't work for me because people lie. <laughs> True, they do. All right. And so that's only, that's only one I mean, of like, the six things, right? Six reasons people move. You know, it's the end of the year. People are thinking about 2024. Businesses are thinking about, hey, they're hiring needs. Mm-hmm. They want to go find some great people. There are only six reasons people will change jobs. People that have jobs will only change jobs for one of six reasons. New challenge, different location, a better ability to move up, you know, move up the food chain. So promotions, money, people. They hate the people they work with. They want a better team or security. That's it. Challenge, location, ability to move up the food chain, more money, people, or security. Security being, they're just not, you know, their, their company's very fold up its tent. You know, they're not sure where the direction is going, you know, whatever. And at the end of the day, if you're headhunting somebody or if you're recruiting somebody, you better understand that in one of those six things, you better address, you, you, you know, whatever, you better find out what the motivator is for them to make the move and be able to address it honestly and legitimately in a coherent fashion. I.e., we understand your concern or we understand what you're looking for. Here's what we definitively have to offer you. Trust us is not, that's kind of like hope. It's not a strategy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right, so you want to share a little bit more about your experience being headhunted and what uh, what you'd have done differently? Yeah, it was it was kind of like I felt being like I was thrown over the fence. Yeah, we disappeared. Yeah, you know, head. You know, you, yeah, you're thinking about like, hey, industry recruiters, right? I didn't uh-huh. even know there were headhunters who recruited headhunters. <laughs> Maybe it's stupid me. Okay, but it was like, just have some conversations. Yeah, see where this whole thing goes. I'm like, yeah, did you tell them where I was? You know, did you tell them about our initial conversation? Oh, go have some, go have some conversation. Go, just go chat. Like, all right, I'll go chat. 
then you find out through the chats it's like nope yeah. none of the stuff that i brought up initially was ever addressed mm. and you're like yeah you know, then i'm kind of you know then you're kind of the you know, it's like no nah, this ain't gonna work for me we know what headhunters should take away from this conversation now most of the listeners are going to be on the receiving end of that headhunters phone call so what should they be looking out for because yep. even you fell victim to it which is you fell victim to a headhunter that basically listened to your initial concerns completely ignored them and threw you over the fence to somebody to just have some conversations. So is that the red flag? Are there any other red flags that candidates should be looking for? Yeah. Well, look, here, here's at the end of the day, you know, what it comes down to with people, what it comes down to is this, is that one understand, you know, what it is. Having a dialogue is great, but understanding, you know, what your, you know, what's your motivator or not what's your motivator is, you know, a very good starting place. Hey, look, yeah, I'm open to a conversation, but I'm not just looking to change geography. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not looking to go from big company to big company, just a lateral move. You know, yeah. just a lateral move doesn't do any good for me. But the second thing is, is that, you know, what I do with folks is it's not a, hey, I got a job or I have a client. It's Let's talk about you and let's talk about the motivating factors to you, what you would be seeking if you were moving forward. Yeah, I've I've got jobs all the time, but they may or may not be right for you. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you're thinking about. Tell me about your family. Tell me about your kids. Are you happy where you are in the community? Do you want to move? What would a phenomenal opportunity look like for you? Are there any companies that you'd specifically like to explore or go to work for. It's a holistic approach, not got a job, you you want it or not. If not, you know, I'm out of here. Right. It's about building industry relationships. When people are approached by executive recruiters, that should be the first question in their mind is, does this person care about me and my career? Or are they just working for a client trying to fill a slot? There's a big difference. Yeah. And candid conversations. Mm-hmm. Hey, this one may not be for you, but let's talk about other stuff. Or no, you, you know, you're not going to get this job, but that doesn't mean you're you failed or blew the interview or something else. It means somebody with some different skill sets who fit into that role a little bit better got that job. Let's go talk about you and move on to the next one or or or, or other opportunities. Yeah. It's a holistic approach. It's not a it's not a one night stand. Okay. So that's what the candidate should be looking for out of working with someone, you know, someone mm-hmm. that's their advocate, their their champion. Let's let's go into depth a little bit more on that. So so what does that mean to have somebody if if you are working with a great executive recruiter that they are your advocate or your champion to the company who's looking to pull you into that new opportunity? What what else does that how else does that manifest itself? They're in the middle. Okay. They're telling the client, this is the person. You know, Bob is married to Mary. He's got two kids, one about ready to graduate high school, one's a sophomore. Relocation may be tough. Here's kind of what they're looking for from a new opportunities perspective. Here's what they're looking for from a financial perspective. Here's what's good in their current life. Here's what they'd be looking for in a move. Challenge location, ability to move up, money, people, security. This is why we're having a conversation. 
You know, and then to the candidate side of the house, it's, hey, look, this is the company. I went and visited the site. I saw the CEO and we sat down for a couple hours and this is the culture and this is the ownership group or this is the, yeah, this is what's going on. And when you go to interview, here's a few things that you may want to ask questions about. Here are some pointed questions with regards to your career that you may want to ask and do not okay. be afraid to ask the difficult questions. So it's about setting a stage for you know, proper communication and success versus trying to you know, shove that you know, 10 pound you know, the 10 pounds of potato and the five pound sack, hoping it, hoping it all works. And then what does on the other side of things, the client side, the, the companies that are looking to fill these positions with an amazing new person who can take on a big new challenge, what do they need to take away from a conversation like this? Assuming they've hired a good executive recruiter that's briefing them on those things, right? They're bringing that information. So they should be equipped. I guess that's number one. They should be equipped with that information about what that person's main motivator driver is. What else should they be doing or, or keeping in mind? I think it's a very, I think it's a very simple conversation. Put aside your little box of toys. What is it going to take for this person to start three weeks from Monday? Happy, healthy, motivated, and rearing to go. What do we need to do to get that person happy on board? Happy, healthy, motivated, itching to go, and excited about us. And that's the one question a lot of companies fail to ask. Yeah, because I've I've heard you mention some things that in the last minute negotiations, companies will bring up. And it won't sink the deal. They'll still hire the candidate, but they they leave a negative impression on the candidate at the moment when you want them and expect them to be the most fired up, the most excited. And it's like you almost kneecap them on their way in with just something small and unnecessary. Like it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't hold up the deal necessarily, but it, yeah, like it takes out the excitement, the motivation, that that sense of itching and raring to go. Like it knocks that down a little bit. Yeah, exactly. You know, you ask an employee to go travel for you. You know, so one of your employees is on the road three days and you know, they're at the airport and they get an expensive cup of Starbucks. And they put it on their expense account. True story. I, I saw somebody came and they were really pissed off. I'm like, what are y'all mad about? They go, they just told they just threw my expense account back at me. And they said the Starbucks, I cannot expense the Starbucks at the airport. Okay. And I'm guessing this is a multi, multi, multi six figure a year earner. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, you you, you think about it. Person's been away from their family for three days. Holiday Inn Express, where you're really not sleeping that good. Mm -hmm. Doing meetings, trying to make you money as a company. And you're going, hey, that that $5 Starbucks at the Charlotte airport, yeah, <laughs> that's on you, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. That, those are very, man, that's such a small, oddly annoying gesture that, yeah, that, that, would, definitely, that would definitely take out some of the motivation for me. Yeah, it's the stupid things in life that kill deals. You think about the stupid things in life. I just came back from the car dealer. Sales guy's a good friend of mine. I was just getting service. But it's the end of the year, tax time. I'm looking at taxes. I'm thinking, all right, maybe, maybe I do it. Okay. And they want to charge me 200 bucks to put nitrogen in the tires. You know, it's just a dealer markup. I'm like, no, the tires are supposed to come with air. If you replace the air that was in the tires with nitrogen, don't come to me and say it's a 200 buck upcharge. Okay. <laughs> but that's what we do. Not okay? today, you don't. They then go do it to somebody else. Yeah, I'm exactly. walking away from the deal. Yeah, small things. 
It's about understanding. I think I think the moral of the story is if you don't understand what everybody's looking for in a deal, I mean, look, you're, you know, companies are looking to hire great people. When they hire people, not only are they affecting the dynamic of their company, but they're affecting the dynamic of the people. They're changing somebody's life. Yep. You know, what, what are the, the big motivators? Getting married. You know, what are the big stressors of life? Mm-hmm. You know, marriage, relocation. Kids. Yeah. You know, kids, switching jobs. Yeah, you just hit them up with a couple of those. And so it's up to you as a company. (laughs) Two out of the four. (laughs) Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's it's up to you to, you know, and then somewhere in there, they're maybe they're buying a house. So now you you just you just added a couple of stressors. So it's up to you as a company to make sure that they're coming on board happy, healthy, ready to go, motivated to make you money. Yeah, it's amazing how all that stuff is assumed. It's assumed that that doesn't matter. It's assumed that they'll be the same human being regardless of how well or smoothly or not those things go. Right, right. And and on the flip side of the house, you know, it's up to whoever's working on the candidate side of the house to understand that they're, you know, hey, look, communicate what it's going to take from both sides to put it all together. Mm-hmm. If you're throwing it up in the air, praying it all hits, you know, not only are you going to be sorely disappointed, but you're probably going to have two, two pissed off entities. So you need someone who's a champion, an advocate for you. Yeah, find a champion. Find a champion. I love Find it. Find a champion for your career. All right. Uh, and if Craig should happen to be that champion for you, Craig, how you would someone call me, Matt? <laughs> how would how would someone obtain your contact information? Oh, uh, you can just call the call the office 910-509-7129, Craig at Northstar ESG, and the website northstaresg.com. That's it. All right, man. I always love these conversations. That was a blast. As always, there was like two or three other threads we could have pulled on that would take enough of us in other directions and made for a much longer uh, podcast. We might do some follow-ups on that stuff, but uh, yeah, appreciate it. We'll keep it short. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Aerospace Executive Podcast. You can reach out to me directly, Craig at NorthStarESG.com or check us out at www.NorthStarESG.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or on YouTube. Just do a search for Aerospace Executive Podcast. Thanks again. I'm Craig Pippen.